Marcelo Meyer and Miguel Blaise both impressed Alex Cora in Grapefruit League action. Blaise showcased a lot of his talent, and even though both of them are still a few years away from MLB action, they're continuing to put themselves on the map. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked on Red Sox is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your own baseball franchise, then this game definitely is for you. Just to download the game, just go visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, in the game. Thank you for making Locked on Red Sox your first listen of every single day. I'm your host, in essence, Lauren Willand, on this very dreary, stormy Tuesday morning here in Boston. And even though the Red Sox suffered an ugly loss on Monday to the Toronto Blue Jays, thank goodness it's only spring training, we want to focus on the good that came from that game. The Red Sox have a lot of prospects in their system that are worth talking about and worth keeping our eyes on over the next few years. We've discussed a few of them on this show because of the potential that they have to be really big contributors to the Red Sox in the future. One of them, of course, is Marcelo Meyer. Meyer was drafted in the first round by the Red Sox just two years ago, and he's already shown a lot of promise in both high A and low A. We're not expecting him to be an MLB this year, this year or even next year, but he showed a lot of his being able to command the strike zone on Monday, he did go over two. Yes, he did have a strikeout. As I say, he commanded the strike zone well in the 16 3 loss to the Blue Jays, but he did reach base against Toronto. He took a pitch the other way. It was a sinking line drive. It was a really nice hit. It eventually was ruled in E7, so he did get on base that way. But it was just very good to see his his control at the plate. He's getting a lot of extra looks because there's a lot of regulars at the World Baseball Classic from the Red Sox right now. And Meyer, like I said, even though he went 0 for 2, he still very much impressed Alex Cora. He said that it was impressive. He said we saw it last year in the first at-bat he took. He controls the strike zone. He understands which pitches he has to swing at and which ones he doesn't. Last year in Sarasota, first at-bat was a walk. And today, Monday... He took some change-ups down in the zone, and he did a good job of that. He uses the whole field. He's a good player. He had a great season last year. There's some stuff he still has to work on, but the kid, he's really good. And we've talked about Meyer before on this podcast saying that while he shows a ton of promise, he's young. He still has a lot to work on. There's a lot of game that he still has to learn, and he still has to learn from his mistakes. But what we've seen is very, very promising. This is not someone who's going to be on the Red Sox in 2023. He may not even be on the Red Sox in 2024, but I do think in 2024 is when we're going to start talking about him a little bit more, when he's going to be ready. He's never played outside of high A Greenville. That could change this year. I do think a promotion is on the horizon. Between single A Salem, high A Greenville last season, he, his slash line was 280, 399, and 489. He had 13 home runs, 53 RBI, that's across 91 total games. And right now he is expected to begin the season with high A Greenville. But if he continues this kind of growth, this kind of production, and continues to show the maturity that he has, I do think in the summer he'll be promoted to double A Portland. And then that's, you know, of course, people are going to start talking. When does the promotion promotion to triple A come? But one step at a time with Meyer, I do think he has a very, very bright future with the Red Sox. And if it's not with the Red Sox, I think he has a very bright MLB future but I, I've liked what I've seen 
And I'm not expecting a whole lot. I'm expecting a lot, yes, but I'm not expecting the world from him because he has not played in double A. And hopefully he gets the chance this year. I would love to go see him play in Portland. And I'd love to see him continue to build on his talent that we know he has. And as he gets older now, he's been in the system now for a few years. We're going to start talking more about him. We're going to start seeing more highlights of him. And the more that he continues to work the strike zone and be a patient batter, I think he's going to be just fine in double A, but there's obviously going to be growing pains. We see that a lot with prospects, especially young prospects. And Meyer is no different, but so far so good. And again, it's uh, he's going to grow. He's not going to be perfect. Of course, he's going to make mistakes, but if you're already impressing Alex Cora, I think that's a good sign. I think you can make a good impression on your manager when you're not even, I don't want to say, I mean, obviously he he's going to go into camp thinking he's fighting for a spot on the major league roster, but I think deep down he knows that he's not going to be on this roster this year, but he's this is his time to really showcase what he's what he can do, how much he's grown, and how much he can bring to this team in the very near future. Another prospect is Miguel Blaze. He just turned 19, so also very young, but he has a ton of upside for the Red Sox, and he may even have the most upside in the minor league system for, for Boston. He could develop into this big power hitter, but of course, we're not going to get too far ahead of ourselves. A lot of, you know, a lot of what ifs surround prospects, including the, you know, even the top prospects. So he could become this guy. He could be a very serviceable MLB player, but we're not going to get too ahead of ourselves. But I really liked what I saw from him when he's given the opportunity to play. He was one of the lone bright spots in Boston's 16-3 to loss to the Blue Jays. He did drive in two runs. It was an opposite field single off Alec Manoa. So he's hitting major league batters, which is always good to see. Of course, then he's going to flash the leather. He's going to show you a little bit of defense when he threw out Brandon Belt from right field. It was a really nice throw. And yes, some of it had to do with poor base running by the Blue Jays. But it was still a very nice throw. We're not taking that away from Blaze. That was a very very nice throw from right field. I wish I could show you. I wish I could just insert the video here for you. But go look it up on Twitter. Go Google it. It was an incredible throw and it just showed a lot of promise and it showed that the talent very much is there. But he did make an error and that goes to show that prospects are prone to mistakes. They still have a lot of room to grow. And he's only 19, so there's plenty of time for him to develop. But it was encouraging overall what we saw. But it just kind of makes me think, you know, when Fans get very excited for prospects, and they should. I, I love the excitement that surrounds a lot of these young players. But then you, you know, they, one prospect makes a couple of good plays, and it's the call them up crowd that are just being louder than everyone else in the room. And the error from Blaze, just like, okay, this is why he's only 19. We can't call him up just because they show a couple stretches of promising baseball. You certainly do not want to ruin any of their confidence. You don't want to call anyone up too early. We saw a lot of that last year with the Red Sox, and I don't want to see it in 2023, especially when you have Meyer and Blaze, who are still so young and still have so much developing and growing to do, but they're showing so much promise where we're probably going to see Meyer in double-A. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Blaze gets a look at, at double-A at some point in 2023, but... It's fun looking at these guys because the, these are the future of your baseball team and they're showing good promise. I'm having fun. I like these guys. I'm having fun watching the prospects and them getting an opportunity to play with players at the World Baseball Classic. Speaking of the World Baseball Classic, if you missed Puerto Rico's game against Israel, it ended in wild fashion. Kike Hernandez was the hero. Two former Red Sox players pitched in the perfect game for Puerto Rico in the game in the World Baseball Classic. It was a lot of fun. 
Baseball is fun. World Baseball Classic Baseball especially is fun. We'll talk about it in the second segment of the Locked On Red Sox podcast. But I first want to tell you about Ultimate Pro Baseball GM because I'm having so much fun playing this game. I'm someone who doesn't really like to play games on their phone. I was a console baby growing up. I played the original Nintendo, the Sega Genesis. I like console games, but Ultimate Pro Baseball GM completely changed my mind about playing games on your phone. And I'm really jazzed that they're our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. If you have ever dreamed about becoming an MLB GM, managing a professional baseball franchise, your dream can come true with Ultimate Baseball GM. It is the game for you. You can manage every strategic aspect of your team. You play through the season. You lead your team to glory. Some things you're responsible for are hiring the right coaches and the staff so you are making those decisions. You're managing team finances. You're scouting and drafting players. And sometimes those players have difficult personalities. You have to see who meshes, who doesn't, who's the clubhouse cancer, and you navigate your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of the season. We've talked on Lockdown Red Sox that we are not the people who make the decisions. We're not high in bloom, but now we're high in bloom. Now we're Dave Dombrowski. You're in there. You're making the decisions. You're building a franchise team that you want to go to the postseason. It's a challenging and realistic game. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and it's playable offline. You play on the go as you want, when you want to. It's not like fantasy baseball where you have to set your lineup. We're having so much fun at Locked on MLB where we've all downloaded the app. We're all playing against each other. And what's a little trash talk among friends and co-hosts? It's a lot of fun, friendly competition. And if you want to play me, you want to see who has the better team. And honestly, if it has some, anything to do with finances, you're probably going to beat me. But if you want to play, and you should, and you want to play me, you want to play Jake, you want to play anyone else on the Locked On Network, you have to download Ultimate Baseball GM. One of the best things about this is once it's downloaded, you don't even need Wi-Fi to play. We could potentially lose power with the storm in Boston on Tuesday. And knowing that I'd be able to pick up my phone, play Ultimate Baseball GM, it makes losing power, the potential even of losing power, a little bit better. So go download Ultimate Baseball GM. Let's start a little bit friendly competition here. Let's see who has the better baseball team. And Locked On Red Sox listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out to download the game. Just visit probaseballgm.com or you can scan the barcode, this QR code right here. Look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com, ultimate baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. So the World Baseball Classic is in full swing and it is so much fun. I love this tournament. I'm so glad to see it back on my TV and it's just been so much fun to watch. Obviously the Red Sox are very well represented in the tournament. And we've seen a lot of highlights. We even saw Christian Vasquez be the victim of kind of a crappy call in the series. But old friends, new friends, having fun, not having a lot of fun if you're Christian Vasquez. But Kike Hernandez was having so much fun for Puerto Rico. He walked off the game in the eighth inning. Yes, the eighth inning against Israel. He lined a single to left field right out of reach of the third baseman. And Puerto Rico won in the eighth inning. So yes, the home team won 10-0 in the bottom of the eighth inning. And that's because... The World Baseball Classic has a mercy rule. And after five innings, if one team is leading after 15 runs, the game's over and 10 runs after seven innings. So Puerto Rico went into the eighth inning up nine, nothing. And Kike Hernandez played hero, 10, nothing, 10, nothing, Puerto Rico walk-off game. 
in the eighth inning and lost in all of that fun. Maybe not not so much lost, but Puerto Rico also threw a perfect game against Israel. They combined with four pitchers, two former Red Sox ones, but they did throw a perfect game. It was Yaxel Rios. He made 20 appearances for Boston in 2021. He struck out the only batter he faced. And then Edwin Diaz and Dwayne Underwood each pitched one, two, three frames to help the perfect game. But then the other former Red Sox old friend is Jose De Leon. He made two appearances in rookie ball for the Red Sox in 2021 with the Red Sox organization. He started the game and pitched five and two thirds perfect innings and he had 10 strikeouts. So a lot of fun baseball is being had in the World Baseball Classic. Puerto Rico is two and one in the tournament. They play the Dominican on Wednesday. That's going to be a very, very good game. Not just are they just stacked teams, but you have players on from the Red Sox on both teams, you have teammates going against each other. And I think that's a lot of the fun in this tournament is you have so many players from representing their countries, but they're going against their teammates, their MLB teammates in these games every single day. So it's so much fun to watch. I was very happy for Kike Hernandez. He's just an electric personality. In these games, I talk about the crowd a lot when we talk about the World Baseball Classic. They are so so electric and I don't think there's another word to describe them they're just they're wild they're crazy in the best way possible they're having so much fun and you can tell that this crowd appreciates baseball so much they've been waiting for this tournament you get to see some of the best baseball players in the world not just in from major league baseball but in the entire world which makes these tournaments that much more fun but I was so happy to see KK Hernandez get that walk-off hit spark some more excitement and not that you need more excitement in the world baseball classic but to kind of spark that for Red Sox fans he's going to be really really good this year I think a fully healthy Kike he's got the hematoma taken care of and just the chip on his shoulder the promise that the Red Sox would be better I think that he's going to have a wonderful 2023 season we have one more segment of the Locked On Red Sox podcast as always, we'll end it on the Mental Health Minute just as soon as I tell you about FanDuel. March Madness is very, very close. The NBA season, the playoffs will be here before we know it. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, especially in Massachusetts with mobile betting just becoming legal last week. FanDuel is America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. All you have to do is just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe and secure, and it's super easy to use. I'm new to the betting game. It's obviously mobile betting now that it's legal in my state, and FanDuel makes it so easy. You don't feel like a first-time better. You don't feel like a new better when you're using FanDuel. You can bet on everything from the money line, which is my personal favorite to just, that's my go-to bet, is the money line. You can also bet on point scores, threes drained, literally everything in between, if you're a hockey person, you can bet on David Pasternak scoring a goal, being the first goal scorer. He's going to hit 50 goals very soon. Get your bets in on David Pasternak. And with the Celtics slumping, maybe don't take the money line with them. They are suffering some really ugly losses. There's a lot of areas concerned for the Celtics. I would stay away from the money line on them. If you're feeling bold, go ahead and take them. If you think it's going to be an easy win for them, though I don't know they're having, a, they're not having a lot of easy wins this year, but maybe you just want to bet on Jason Tatum making a couple of threes. That's probably the safest bet when it comes to the Celtics, but FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner 
of the NBA. For today's Mental Health Minute, I'm going back to my trusty planner that has the, the fun quotes at the top of the pages. And this week's is, creativity is intelligence, having fun. And it says this is from Albert Einstein. And I really, really like this one because I feel like we are all creative in our own ways, right? I'm a writer. I can find creativity in writing about sports and being able to do breaking news stories, long form stories, feature stories, kind of everything in between. Then I think of my husband, who's a who's a producer and an editor, and he finds creativity in editing and editing shots for the news and producing a news show that goes on to the TV. I, I couldn't do that. That's, that's not my kind of creativity. But I think of how other people, you know, photographers and not just artsy people, but you just think of how your creativity is what makes you intelligent. It's what you're good at. It's what you enjoy. And it's something that makes you you. And it's something that I hope no one lose sight of because I feel like sometimes when you, you have a hobby or your job or you find something that you genuinely love and if people don't support it or they don't find it to be their kind of creativity, it might get you down. But if you find your creativity and no matter what it is, keep going with it because if you enjoy it makes you a happier person makes you a better person that's all that matters thank you for making locked on red Sox your first listen of every single day please rate review and subscribe to locked on red Sox right here on youtube apple spotify wherever you get your podcast is where you can find us you can also find us on twitter at lo underscore red Sox. jake at jake iggy he will be back soon he's still in atlanta for work and then me la 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 lauren three laws lauren with four R's and be sure to check out the other shows across the locked on network, locked on Yankees, locked on Astros. Everyone is having such a great time. Now that baseball is back, it is in full swing and we are ready for opening day and we're ready to bring you baseball content Monday through Friday. Once again, thank you for making locked on Red Sox your first listen. Now for listen number two, check out locked on fantasy baseball because you can win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies find locked on fantasy baseball wherever you get your podcast and right here on youtube part of the locked on podcast network your team every day we will be back tomorrow we will be back thursday and friday bringing you all the red sox news and updates as they come out until then have a great day we'll see you tomorrow we'll end this show how we always do keep the faith and let's go red sox